Welcome back to Four Sisters. Bye, sisters. A safe place for black women. You're supposed to say it with me. Aw, she's back. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back, Anita. How have you been? I've been good. Just good? Mm. Y'all yeah. must not be. I fell in a little tension in between the best friends. We're not like best friends. to be. What? You're my best friend? Mm-hmm. You was just crying on part well, two. my mom used to like, say, oh, I thought Anita was my friend. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she, like changed. she changed. She changed. She changed? She changed. Maybe she don't got no time for you. She got a little attitude sometimes. You don't want me to have the attitude. I was just trying to guide you. You're not my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your older sister, so I'm trying to give you the guidance sometimes that your mom can't. Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Well, where have you been? I just went to work. You didn't have no time for us. I couldn't make it. That's all. The government told me I had to go, so. Oh, okay. When the government calls. What y'all, what they have y'all doing? Sitting around. I'm telling the story. You think that's right? I need to know that they got y'all doing a little bit more than that with my tax dollars. No, that's right. Well, you know, when the time comes, then we'll be doing more work. But until then, just show up and get paid. Yep, that's right. Okay. Someone lying. She was (laughs) hurting the store last week. You were doing training. Yeah, do PT. I wasn't. I was sitting around. You was tired? What does PT stand for? I never really knew. It's a cool. Training. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm. 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 Learn something new every day. Okay. What else y'all been up to? Glad Anita's back, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> every time she tells us that she's going to quit. So we just thank God that she graced us with your presence. Thank you. On this day. What else y'all been up to? Y'all enjoying y'all black history? It's, it's coming to an end. Well, black history is 365. Right. I heard that. <laughs> okay. Wake up in the morning. Thank God. That's the vibe I was trying to give y'all. Oh, okay. But um, what have I been doing? Just continue to get better. Um, I got a trainer at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing on games this summer. All right, I see you. I see you. You see me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. <laughs> and what did I do black for Black History Month? Mm, I didn't do, go to any celebrations. I mean, I'm black, 365. <laughs> so I'm always going to be doing black things. 365. But mm, I didn't go to any celebrations. Just trying to um, learn more about black history. It's been my thing. Yeah, that was my thing this month. I was like, I want to know something more than just some slavery. Right. Yeah. For I'm sure. over that. I'm, There's, I don't need to see another slavery movie. I didn't realize how many black women inventors there yeah. were. Mm-hmm. I was pretty, like, floored. Well, you got Women's Month now. Yeah. But... I'm not going to lie to you. I don't do too much for the culture um, or for black history. I saw the photograph, and that was pretty nice. That's black history? Yes, it was black. It was black 
You support a black um, creation? Right. Maybe um, support a couple of black businesses. But nothing too crazy. Which yeah, because we black 365. We do black things yeah. all the time. It's kind of exciting to know that um, it's becoming a norm in my life. Like, I was looking at, like, my feeds and stuff, and it's, it's mainly, it's very, um, like, supportive of black businesses and stuff like that. Black progression. Mm-hmm. That's important. What you been up to, Sherelle? Nothing working these jobs. It's like, <clears throat> I be trying to work. What's that? I'm just here so I don't get fired. Mm. Yeah. That's how I feel on the full time. And then, you know, this coloring book thing. You know, women's book coming soon. Right. So, okay. very soon. So, be on the lookout for that. I'll sign up for all these vending events, so it really do feel like I'm working a job. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So, I'll be at the vending. I am supporting black self love. We got to set up, take down, <coughs> yes. sell the books, give customer service. It's a lot. Explain the product, mm. but it's it's always nice because it's always usually black events mm-hmm. and a lot of black women. And that just feels that me. Just, yes, I love it. I like I've come into so in contact with so many like amazing black women. Mm. just creating it's really really cool and they're so like business oriented and the sisterhood is so nice like Mm -hmm. I run into these people in streets honey and they're so embracing Mm. and nice I'm pretty sure don't none of us know our name or each other's names but you know I'm like this must be what like a sorority feels like they like message each other uh, hey girl, did you see this event? You should do this. Or I thought about you when I did this. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, and I feel like I do the same, you know? Mm. Like this may this event may not be good for me, but I know it's gonna be good for homegirl. What did Issa Rae say about um, like when you're trying to network and network laterally and not mm-hmm. on like a upward uh, scale? I like that idea. Yeah, I really do. That was a jewel. So that's pretty much where I'm at, you know. Well, that's when cool. they say entrepreneurship, it's a real thing, honey. After I believe that, it. It's work. Like people be talking about nonsense, and I'd be like, "Honey, I gotta figure out what I'm a host." Honey, on. I'm a host CEO. What are you talking about? <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> if it's true, but yes, because your mind is always thinking about something else. Like, you know, what's next? Or mm-hmm. what am I putting out now? Or what am I doing now? Mm-hmm. What you know? What's the next move? You got you want to be the marketing person. You got to be budgeting. You know, this is self funded, honey. Yeah, you got to be, be a manager. Customer service, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really thinking about it's time to get an intern. You got to ship things out. You got to answer mm-hmm. questions. Okay. Sometimes people be just mess. I've noticed this one thing that really stuck out to me and, you know, kind of motivates me to keep going is when I post the um, affirmations on social media, mm-hmm. the amount of women that respond be like, I needed that mm-hmm. or, you know, I had a bad day. And I'm like, woo, honey, you just, you know, keep in mind you're pouring into people. Mm-hmm. So you just can't do this half heartedly. 
and your life is not your own like right you're literally doing things mm-hmm. so that other people can do the things they need to do i mean you know one week i'll sell you know i keep saying i'm gonna start a blog because you know i, I don't really see people being open about it other than like you know this ain't for everybody, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, just the ins and outs. Like, it's a it's a very, it's a real emotional roller coaster. Because I'll be honest, like one week I sell, let's say, six seven hundred dollars. Uh-huh. The next week, the color zero, zip, zero. You know, and you just kind of gotta find a formula. And that is an everyday it, struggle. You definitely out here. Because sometimes it. I be tired. <laughs> oh my god, girl. So, you're I doing it. You should be proud of yourself. You are doing it. I'll be trying, girl. <laughs> Don't say you're trying, you're doing it. I'm doing it. You're right. I'm I'm really big right now on manifesting. So, yes. I already manifested me a Tesla. Speaking. So, yeah. Come pick me up. I will. Yeah. You don't even have to drive. You can just get you could probably get in the passenger seat. No, I, don't <laughs> <think>. <laughs> I don't think we're taking the Tesla that well. They do have cars that self-park and everything now. That's what the Tesla do. Yeah. I, that's what I really want. You know, you got to make goals. So, yeah. well. What is the saying? If you speak it and so it, um, it'll be? Mm-hmm. I'm speaking some other things, but I don't want to announce them yet. Yeah, everybody don't even know your business. Right. My grandma always say, you ain't got to let everybody know what you're doing. But you, your left hand them. don't even know what your right hand is exactly. doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what period. everybody ain't for you. <laughs> I don't want y'all to pray against my uh, manifestations. That's so. real. I just want to ride. I'm not going to pray against it. <laughs> but you can't pray against my Tesla because I'm speaking it. Oh. It's happening, honey. It is. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, it's going to be me and Diesel. But that's pretty much all I'm doing. What hot, hot topics have y'all been? Oh, uh, what's the Following little girl name? The renegade girl. Mm-hmm. I follow oh, her. So she's, I can't me think too. of her name. her name. Is it just J something? Yeah, it's J. Oh, I'm a it, My daughter's been doing that dance for months and girl. walking around talking about renegade. Renegade. <laughs> renegade. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? What? I'm like, why you it's a whole box. Honestly, the song gets in with the dance. Getting it, honey. Yeah, I'm sure she's tired at this point, but I'm uh, rooting for her every time. Well, just think and about every time I'm at this, I'm on the screen. How long hyping her up? We've been. I know for me personally, I saw people doing this dance way back. It had to been last year. I don't know if it, yeah, well, technically last year. I know I saw it as early as maybe like November. I saw people yeah. doing this dance, mm-hmm. so I don't know when it originally came out, but. I never saw her. I'm yeah, gonna just say it because the white girls talking about something. They was create. They created it. They did. And I'm. What? I'm tired of that. I'm tired. I'm tired. Wow. <laughs> I will tell you. Um, the other day, me and my uh, kids were at the grocery store, and the Girl Scouts were out there doing a dance. And my daughter I was like, "They're doing the renegade." I, I just like, oh, really okay. want the youth to know how much of an influence how they have. They are. Yeah. On. Like every time I see a little black girl, I always tell her how amazing she is absolutely because i just wish that i would have known that for mm-hmm. myself because mm-hmm. you know yeah. just growing up you question a lot right and i'm just want the kids to know you don't need to do that okay the world is watching and they everything out here is influenced by black culture by you i said what i said you are literally mm-hmm. the influence right so you don't need to push yourself or try to be something mm-hmm. that you're not because honey <clears throat> that's trash 
the world is trying to be you. Yeah, so and definitely like, being yourself is like yeah. just be yourself. A real thing. Yeah. And then also people want to call certain things like ghetto. Or it ain't ghetto. It's not ghetto because it was not ghetto when, you know, someone of a lot of hue was doing it. Right. So don't even tell your kids that because I know parents will be like, stop that's doing urban. those ghetto dances yeah. or, you know, that's, that's not, that's creative. Mm-hmm. And you talking. are literally the most creative beings on the planet. On the planet. Everything mm. comes from wow. black. Okay. I had to take that in myself. Yeah, because yeah. you said that. Sometimes like, I question, I'll be like, you setting goals and, right, like, never doubt your creativity. Don't. I, I think just being a creative, mm-hmm. that you have to remind yourself that, like, oh, this isn't good enough. It is. Okay? This is beyond what the rest of these creative. folks can even do. I had to mm-hmm. tell myself that. How can I not be creative if I come from the creator? Come on. Right. right. Exactly. <clears throat> you preaching on her. I'm not you gonna preach today. You're really I'm not gonna preach today. You're growing. Like the producer, director, prophet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, telling y'all. Don't walk in front of the <laughs> And y'all better not walk in front of me. Anita, you gonna have to beat her up at that point. Yes. <laughs> Anita's not gonna be able to take me at that point. All that physical <laughs> training and everything. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Two people. Don't walk in front of the prophet. <laughs> that was the podcast. No, that's, the t- that's the title of the episode. But Anywho. no, what I learned from that that whole experience with the Renegade Girl, I'm gonna find out her name at some point. But literally, like people will take your own creations, your own inventions, and take them as their own. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But I think that you also, that's why representation is important. Absolutely. Because she probably, if she had the right, just the right, her. just the confidence to know that, no, this Who's is my dance. Yeah. You yeah. know? I just, like, even in the interviews, she seems so humble. And I'd be like, girl, never be too meek. No. I think, I think that's something. I, I appreciate her being humble. It's like, it's okay. Um, I'm glad to know that everybody's trying to catch up with me and I think her exact words were I'm glad to know everybody's trying to do my dance yeah she's yeah. Like, she's good you know cause it was it Michelle Obama mm-hmm. that's so cool um, Lizzo and just all these like other black women are like you know I think it's great because I don't you know a lot of times like what's that one girl that little white girl Dr. Filch they catch me outside yeah, yeah. I don't know her wow. name either, but you know wow. she's a millionaire. Well, we don't need to talk about. That. I think that <laughs> you always trying. I said what I said. No, okay? what I'm so saying I is, I don't even think that she deserves that. that um, no, no, they because that's recognition. Of, she doesn't even write her own rap. She has a ghost writer. But I think the difference is, is like and she's ghost. always trying to grow. Like, the difference is the education that we give our children. Like they need to know that. I, um, like if she known that she could have copied, wrote what she her dance. You can you can own your your art, and so I'm not gonna speak on it because I don't know. You can. So if if you knew that maybe you know by being educated, but it's not. It's like no, but I think it it's deeper than that. Like this is in it's, it's in you. So you just think. It's just every day, like, oh, you know, 
something fun to do. Right. But you, because you don't know how great you are, mm-hmm. you just, I know she saw them little white girls. I created this dance. And they was promoted. Is she just now getting her shine? They saw mm-hmm. her. Okay. Like, mm. if you don't know for yourself, the world ain't gonna know either. And they surely won't recognize you. Yeah. Yeah. Even the artist of the song that she danced to recognized her mm-hmm. yeah. in the video. I thought that was really cool. Yes. Because we got to support each other. Because if we support each other and hype each other up, right, then white people can't steal stuff. Don't say white people. I said what I said. <laughs> the, the, it's not just people um, can't steal People from who are not... People in general. People who don't acknowledge other races as humans. <laughs> <laughs> um, are the ones. Thanks for clearing that up. It's right. not all. It's not all. It's not all one race. Don't no, say that. It's definitely not. Um, that is not a shared opinion. Just want to give that disclosure. I guess I'll be the disclosure person. At the end but, of the, that's what you sound like. <laughs> yes. Um, at the end of like the farmers, um, the medication commercials. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm about to be because these sisters, I tell you. Good. Everybody got a role. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I'm saying all this to say. Mm-hmm. I think that if she was educated, that I don't like that. If she yeah. if she was if she was aware or exposed to different things, and it is our responsibility for those who come from who have graduated and um, from college, whether it be business, or whatever, to impart that knowledge onto our children, so that we will have generational wealth. That that is, I think that's one of the end goals of being an African American. I mean, if you're going to college. Then at that point, I was just going to say that whole you know, experience just reminded me of how important I thought my HBCU experience was. Right. Because I think that you, I don't know, I just feel like it's a difference. It's a pride that you get when you go to HBCU. Um, and so I feel like just being in certain communities will help you thrive more so than, you know, when you're just out here. Yeah. Um, well, I, I like for my experience, like period, because you know I was, um, I told you guys I watched the photograph. Not that that was an African American moment or not, but there was an interview that was done, and they asked them what was their most memorable moment on television, mm-hmm. and it came from "It's a Different World," and that was my first like um, glance at what a black college life could be, and I, that was like my whole aspiration. Like I really thought. I was going to go to a black um, college, marry somebody there. We wouldn't be an engineer, lawyer, or something like doctor or whatever, whole Cosby show thing, and that we would, you know, basically live happily ever after. But um, the whole idea of um, a different world, just um, for people who don't come from an upper class and don't have that pride in your generational wealth, going to an H. Um, a, a historical black college gives you that um, that sense of pride. So I, I agree with Sabrina, and it makes you feel like you belong to something bigger than yourself. Definitely. What HBCUs did you guys go to? All the same ones. I went to Virginia State one year. <laughs> then I transferred to PWI. Oh, what and is then that? I went to Norfolk that? State University. Okay. The great Norfolk State University. The, the green and gold. Yeah. I don't like 
you're supposed oh, you're to return the energy. You're, you're saying was a PWI? Yes. So it's a predominantly white institution. So that could be like your Ivy Leagues, your, um, I guess in our area would be like ODU. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Longwood, those type of like schools. James Madison, those predominantly white colleges. colleges. Yeah. And HBCU is a historically black university yeah. or college or university. We have a unique thing that most of our family has gone to Norfolk State Yeah, you don't even know y'all creating legacy. You don't even know mm-hmm. it. There's yeah. a lot of cousins, mm-hmm. and aunts, aunts and uncles. uncles that Our father even went there for a while. Mm-hmm. So All three of us graduated from Norfolk State University. Yes. Alumni Unite. <laughs> God bless. Hello. (laughs) I think that all of us has been. I've tried to get my kids to go there because their father and I both went there. But if God makes me have kids, they're going to HBCU. It's not even a choice. I don't think going to a historical black college is an issue for them. They probably just, um, I don't know, it's too early in the game to tell, but they were just like, Norfolk State wasn't high on their list. They probably would go there. But, you know, our brother went to the. Morehouse, mm-hmm. so I think um, like my daughter wants to go to Spelman because she went there and saw him. That's so even like even if she doesn't go to Norfolk State, yeah. Um, then I think it's cool that like she can see mm-hmm. HBCU graduates in her own family, right? And see the impact of going to HBCU. Absolutely, that's so cool. Yeah, son wants to go to Howard. I don't I, know where I he's getting that Howard. Howard it's Spellman money it's from. So it, maybe I should start my GoFundMe account right now. You should start it when they were born. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to They're going to have to get jobs on jobs. How are we going to do It'll this? It'll all be worth it's it. It's a nice school, though. It is. Yeah. He really wants to go to Howard. So he has this. You always, y'all always wanted to go to HBCU. So I'll be honest and say no, I did not. I so I went to go to Howard <laughs> initially, and I got accepted. And I almost went there until I saw how much it was going to cost, and then I, I ended up there. going to VCU. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never going to the HBCU. Definitely not going to Norfolk State. Well, why did you feel that way at first? I think I just I never saw like you many went to like white elementary schools. Great, yeah, and then high my high school was pretty white especially being in like honors class and stuff like that it was probably like three or four of us mm-hmm. that were black that make you want to go to N- no because i guess i thought oh, i guess when you're brainwashed you'd be like oh that's low that's mm-hmm. not adequate wow education is honestly what i thought but then i'm telling you just trust god's play for your life mm-hmm. <laughs> well i feel like i ended up having to go there i'm telling my story oh i'm sorry <laughs> And then I ended up having to go there because I didn't get enough financial aid when I went to BCU. To return back to BCU. Yeah, to return back to BCU. Yeah, because I went there my freshman year. And then yeah. I transferred to Norfolk State, and I was like, oh, I'm only going to be here a year. I'm going back to BCU. Yep, turned out and got accepted to the nursing too. program. And that was history. I know, because you were so heartbroken when I was like, I got to go crying. to the black. <laughs> School. I was like, but so my mind changed so much from being there. You couldn't tell me the like, embrace you, you guys. Because yeah. like, it is really and it's beautiful. Just different. Because I went to Virginia State, and the program was so small. Like I felt like we was in elementary school. We all went. We had the same classes, <laughs> the same times. Mm-hmm. It was the same. Like it, I was like, ooh, child. I was tired of looking at them people, but. 
even even in that small program, I have those, I'm friends with these people mm-hmm. to this day. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to this day. yeah, and like those teachers, they were in the field, yes. so like they really gave you like you can be a starving artist, and you know you could just be talent. It was more than just talent. That's what the black school and like you got to do some work it's got to be some hustle about you right or whatever mm-hmm. like you can be you don't have to work for somebody but you won't have to be out here like things aren't just gonna fall from the sky yeah. you know yeah so I got that and so but I went to ODU thinking that I was supposed to be in some big program and all of that mm-hmm. and um you thought that you would probably get a better, better, a better job a better experience no those people they there was no guidance there it was kind of like figure it out see you at graduation and (laughs) that was it like I will say like um the HBCU at Virginia State they you freshman year you couldn't register for your own classes right you had to go to someone they laid it out for you and all of that ODU you got a book and a login they didn't care if you signed up for medical school but <laughs> they was gonna get their money. They was gonna get their money. I knew, and well, you need to figure it out. Well, so. I, I think that um, not defending that. You know, you behavior. coming from that end, go, Lord. First of all, I went. You really I did apply <laughs> to um, Virginia State as well. Went to the orientation, got accepted, and I thought it was beautiful. I ended up going to Norfolk State. Um, I got married, had my kids, and we had a whole community there. So in, even now, I still know people, um, you know, um, just recently went back, and they've been super supportive. So I'm really, um, I think that's amazing. From the perspective just about your experience and, like, seeing some other siblings that have gone to, to um, PWIs, now that I know what that means, um, I would say that I think it's the difference is culturally, like that cultural translation, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe some of the, the other students have come from backgrounds where they've been in college before, they know what things they need, to, or family okay. members yeah. have been in college before, um, so they, maybe they have a little bit more insight on how they want their situation to go, so they feel like, hey, here's a book, here's this, you know what you want to do. Um, I, I do like the fact that African American or historical black colleges have a tendency to not only teach you but actually lead you through like the social um, process of becoming understanding a becoming a professional. Like they are telling you, I professional um, professors used to say this all the time. I got mine, now you get yours, and they would tell you, no, this is the way you speak. You're you're pronouncing that. Mm-hmm. And correctly, they would be like, "Where did I you think, get that from?" Yeah, like before you enter my story. Oh, okay, but I'm just saying. When I transferred from ODU, when I realized, honey, that ain't where it was at. Mm-hmm. I went to Norfolk State, and even then, because I think because it was just a home school, mm-hmm. and you were like, mm-hmm. the high school away. was literally across the street from yeah, Norfolk State. Right. And it was kind of like, you know, I wanted more of an experience mm-hmm. that I didn't think I was gonna get there. But honey, what's the Brenda say? Trust the plan God has over your life because I got there it was amazing Mm -hmm. like there was no teacher that was only focused on whatever class they taught it was the whole package like honey don't come in my class like this this Mm -hmm. is what you gonna present Mm -hmm. like 
you you gotta come better, honey. You black. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was gonna that's, say. I would that's say exactly they, what it is. At Norfolk State, they really enforce, especially in nursing program. Because when I went there, the nursing program, like the um, accreditation, was kind of in jeopardy. So they really, really enforce like presentation. And I learned that I think that it was important. That the idea was like, why were they so big on presentation? But I think when you know that being black, people are already gonna size you up mm-hmm. and determine, oh, she's probably not gonna be competent. Right. So if you come in here looking raggedy, then you already you might as well hang it up. You might as well turn it back around because they're not gonna take you seriously. So I think, and I and just comparing it to like when I see people from PWIs, like I work at a um, teaching hospital, so we have students all the time. And the way they present themselves, I'm just it's like, different. if you were black, you would you wouldn't be able to do that. Well, I want I like I've always hear stuff like that. And I'm not, of course, I'm offering the other perspective, but I'm just saying. Are now, our, our in our culture, now we have a lot of uh, families who are now second and third generation college graduates. Mm-hmm. So it, I still think that the historical black schools may even be good for them just because uh, again um you have your first you're um, contributing back to the community that you came from so i think that is important for other people to see you succeeding and know that this is a, a possibility so you know just just talking about it still being relevant now for us mm-hmm. i feel like you know, even for those who have made it, um, with quotation marks, still have um, an opportunity to, to now give back to our community. But again, it does have a sense of like, you know, family when you go to right. a historical black college, I think no that's matter the your most class. Important, like just yeah. you know, it's a transition from high school being around, you know, your immediate family, mm-hmm. and to have that welcoming energy when you walk across the campus Mm -hmm. is something you know you definitely need at that point in your your life so and I think that even the constant affirmation that you're you're more than just a minority or a number is important too and then good thing about a minority because when you're at HBCU when you're black you're not a minority minority. so so that's so empowering and you're able to focus on education and I will say not like being an ODU or explaining being an ODU I was the only some of the classes were it was two of us Mm -hmm. sometimes the only one and like these people come from doctors and lawyers they don't have like they don't they don't got to worry about where their books coming from right you know so my focus is different in this class than you know painting a pretty picture like so yeah versus going to Norfolk State and they're addressing it like okay you need to have your book by at least the third week Mm -hmm. you know like they are aware they were they would plan assignments based on when refund checks are coming (laughs) And that you sounds laugh. like a, that No, sounds, it's not a funny that, thing. I remember a real that. Thing. A real thing. Like, the, well, I remember one teacher, it was a biology class, black lady, very successful, mm-hmm. honey. She was in it to win it. And she played no games, but she made copies of the first two labs. Yeah, and she said, okay, if you don't have your book by then, you then, you know. And yeah. she made it, made it clear, like, and if you don't have it by this time, the, it's in the library, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a so copy. And, and that ta- even taught you to take initiative, 
you know, your situation is not an excuse. Yeah, I remember. And you're not the first one or the right. only one to experience So this. figure it out. I remember that, like, I, I'll tell you my story. I was actually, I actually was pregnant going there. Mm-hmm. And I remember the professors, like, um, one that knew that I was pregnant before I did and asked me, mm-hmm. was I okay? More like a mom? Thing. Yeah, wow. like, it because when you go to a historical black college, you're not the only sometimes you're not a token right or you're looked at as a whole human being like when they look at you they can see their actual their own Mm -hmm. sons and daughters so she was they were really invested in making making sure I had what it takes to like you need to finish this let's Mm -hmm. go together and I did take a break um and I just recently came back and the and the advisor was like let's 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 do what we got to do so you can go ahead and finish. And Let's they don't do play. that. They play. No. I'm talking to you like don't your come mom, with them with your no auntie, mess. your uncle. Right. We're not playing these games. So, like, even my advisor when I was pregnant, I remember him sitting me down like, you don't think this is this? What are y'all going to do? I remember him even it talking to my, my actual boyfriend slash husband at the time, like, sizing him up, like, I don't know. And really being hardcore on him, like, and agreed with my father at the time. And um, so what I'm saying is that they, they are more invested in you, they partner to you, and they have resources that are more like tailor-made to your, your experience. experience yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, even when I first transferred to Norfolk State, I remember they would allow like students to bring their kids to class mm-hmm. because you're not gonna miss class because you don't have daycare. That's right. not like, an excuse. And they, that's, and they yeah. had a daycare on the campus. So it's just like, it's just a different experience. Like they care and they understand because they are they are you. They understand okay. where you're coming from. Absolutely. So I really appreciate that. And like uh, I don't know if you guys seen the Instagram post. Like it was a about a, a couple of years ago. A Morehouse professor had actually helped one of their students. Like was carrying oh, yeah. their child yeah. while they were teaching. And I was mm-hmm. like. You know, I hate to say it, but if you go to a PWI, they're going to be looking at you like you're another statistic. Because if they're so big, right? Like it's hundred plus people in the class. Sometimes when you're, it's not as freshman. It's not, and the culture is just like, look, I I don't know what you're going to do, but just get it done. Don't bring that mess in here. Right. I would say that's one thing. I also like so the size of HBCUs are usually smaller Mm -hmm. than PWIs. And so the class sizes are um, a lot smaller. And then you think about your major. So you know you see these people all the time because it's not very many of you. I remember my class size was maybe like 30 people when I got to Norfolk State. Yeah. When I had come from BCU and it was like 100, 100 plus, plus yeah. people in the class, especially those general education classes. So that And so how could you get to know your professor? How could you get a recommendation? Because right. you're one of 200 people in the yeah, class. That's not their only class. So now we're talking like four or five They don't know people. you. Yeah. One of the other things I noticed with you guys is that you guys have developed a, a black network of black of professionals once graduating. So you have people that you can um, bounce things off of that are maybe in your field. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes a, a, a great deal of difference from somebody who has a mama and a daddy that owns a business and they're going out of school, going straight into that versus mm-hmm. you not, you know, being in unfamiliar territory and having an alley or someone to network with that understands your background so I think that's important too yes I think it also takes a special person to work at um or to work at HBCU like you Mm -hmm. really have to be invested in people yeah um 
I feel like I'm, you know, at that point where I want to, like, invest mm-hmm. some shape or form. I don't know that I could work on a day in and day out. Again, mm-hmm. it takes a special person. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to, like, start, like, a book scholarship or yes. something like that. Be any way that I could, you know, help. 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 Or whatever, maybe just mentor or something. Yes, you know? that's necessary. That. That's one of the but. ways you should give back to your HBCU. Mm-hmm. You graduated, you need to pour back into the students that Absolutely. are there now. Absolutely. Because my um sister friend Felicia, that's a special person. She loves them people, them kids. And she's <laughs> really invested. Like when you see her interact with them, like even when we went to the remember we went to the concert with her mm-hmm. and stuff. And these kids, hey, like, they're all like, hey, Miss Bishop, you know, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh, like, and she is invested, like. Yeah, and. We supposed to hang out sometimes. She'd be like, I got a kid in my office, you know. I'm yeah. like, oh. And she does, she is a special person. Like, even outside of that, she has she a really beautiful personality. Mm-hmm. So, yes, she's a sister, friend, for real. For real. Yes. But. So I was, my my next question would be, how do you feel like your HBCU experience has influenced your career? Like, do you feel like it's put you at an advantage? Have you found any shortcomings? Um, Overall, like being, like working with people that, alongside with people that go to like PWIs, Mm -hmm. I will say that I do realize that Norfolk State taught me to take the initiative. you know, um, just the whole presentation wise, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know something or this is, you know, outside my scope, like still be able to figure it out and bring something to the table. Like, you know, some people be like, I don't know. That's what I'm just, I'm, that's all it stops right there. Mm -hmm. I do feel like Norfolk State, you know, I was going to say literally in one of my nursing clinicals at the end, she was like, you don't have to say, you don't know, say, I haven't had the opportunity to experience this. Can you, Tell me more about this. Can you show me more? Don't say, oh, I don't, I don't know, know anything like, about that. Yeah. Like, you don't care. I right. will say just something a little bit that I, um, I do kind of feel like you are kind of trained to be more of a worker versus kind of thinking outside of the box, maybe. Um, I disagree I don't with that because I've seen a lot know. of just business the, owners come out of that. There. I don't know how to explain it, but like, I, like it's just going beyond what your skill set is sometimes like okay. you know I think they do focus it which is a plus like you know to take the initiative and presentation and all of that but mm-hmm. just maybe kind of like advancing your skills and all of that like, I, I don't know I don't know about that but I think mm-hmm. you're, what you're saying is that maybe because people don't have that exposure to other uh, non-traditional roles in, in like the professional sector they don't always go for those because they haven't been exposed to them yet okay and right. so that yeah. maybe a lack of exposure yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see that but, I'll, I'll say that but that's why I think that, like you should definitely stress that alumni go back to mm-hmm. their historical mm-hmm. black colleges and make sure that they're pouring back in the community they just came from yes so um, and it then it enriches the actual market even for those who have graduated, it, it enriches what kind of resources they have for people who are supporting roles to them. Mm-hmm. That's so. one thing I would say. I would say sometimes my instructors were older, mm-hmm. and so while they were still in the field, they weren't 
I don't know, like they weren't like at the bedside or they weren't Still in relevant. the hospitals. Yeah, yeah that's some what I'm trying their, to say. Some of the like education wasn't as current as it could be mm-hmm. even though it was, it was still helpful I still learned things but it wasn't as current as it could be mm-hmm. so I would say that's probably something that was maybe a shortcoming and that's why it's important like once you get your degree you don't just say well Forget I'm done there it. you need to make you. sure that you are someone that's you're in the field so you need to go back and pour back into those students I, w- I will say this um, uh, with me taking the break and then coming back and as an, as an adult to the same school, mm-hmm. I have noticed that they have um, improved on that. Okay. And that like there are a lot of younger professors and stuff out there that are going back and now, you know, telling their experiences. Um, so they look like they have more resources and people just a little bit more active. Out with the times. Yeah. What about you, Anita? What about the dorm rooms? Just being post-grad? Yeah, yep. (laughs) More alumni funding, you get better dorm rooms. Well, what about your experience as a post-grad? What do you mean? What has your experience been thus far as Um, an HBCU graduate? I mean, it's been like 10 years for me now. Dang, y'all. Exactly. I would just say I witnessed Nita going to like the Career Center recently so that's a resource where she was able to go yeah, back. I will say even though like once you graduate they still will like help you find a job mm-hmm. even years after that. What All else right. have you experienced? Do you feel prepared? Sure yeah. You feel knowledgeable? Yeah. Good. Mm. Did you take public speaking? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you took well, public speaking at Rupert they made us take it when I went there. Still a yeah, it's still a uh, requirement. Important, because public speaking, you always have to speak somewhere. Yeah. Always. Hey, I gotta talk to a class now, I'm like, dang. You need to pull, reach pull back, back and pull from <laughs> what you learned at your HBCU. I know, I was Ooh. like, what I learned from the little 10 minute speeches we had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would encourage, um, other African-Americans to adapt. They don't necessarily have to go there, but even consider it or becoming a part of the, yeah, just the don't community just, don't just anyway. Don't go to the homecoming, okay? Yes. Right. Don't just you go want to the homecoming, up, register for classes there. That's true. Okay? That's <laughs> don't just true. take a little self to these little PWIs. I mean, you want to Y'all going to be out Beyonce there with the bass guitar with the, at the homecoming. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I think about now, Beyonce and her whole... She don't homecoming made the homecoming tour. and now everybody won't Got show it. up. No, it's he wasn't even a part of the family. Okay. Yeah. Pull back. Well, maybe you're be a part of the staff. You didn't go there. Okay. Be a student. Alumni. Do something else. Help with the funding. Sometimes your programs are not at these schools. That's Very like a reality. You, and if it is, right. some students feel like I got to get it, but at the same time, I have a connection there. And you can still have a connection by um, lending yourself for funding for other activities outside of homecoming, mm-hmm. supporting the, the sports team, stuff like that, and you become a part of the family too. Very good. Yes. Happy Black History Month, everybody. I know. Um, that's Ready what, for Women's Month. Yeah. And that's even bigger. Yeah. As Sabrina said, Black History is every day right. when you're creating so it. 365. Uh. 365. Well, look at right. her just coming alive and now it's time she to go. Now she wants to, to end it. Wow. 
Well, what, we'll let you slide this time. We'll let you warm so back you up to the podcast. Exactly. Just get back in the flow. Girl. But uh, these two like words, statements. Six or which, that's what she's that's acting two like. That's okay. Two. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. We'll get the baby together. It's a safe place. Yeah. But anywho, definitely check into HBCUs. Yes, absolutely. They're still relevant. They're very relevant. Representation, culture, familiness, all of that. Familiness. Mm-hmm. That we didn't get that from the school. She just said that on her I, own. She didn't get that. From she me. made that up. I say what I, I said. Okay. Making up words. We don't do that. <laughs> all right, Speak y'all. People continue to see y'all at homecoming. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> no, we're gonna see them at homecoming because oh, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all know part of the community. Meet us. Make sure you look out for us at Norfolk State's homecoming. Oh, I'm going for to sure. all the homecomings. You, but for I'll real, you said it. Let's go. You're not gonna see. We're not lying. We can go. We were supposed to go to Howard last time. Exactly. We're gonna go this time. All right. All right. See y'all at homecoming. Make sure you follow, like, like, share, subscribe, rate. Add us, let us know. And do more commenting than the baby did on this podcast today. Thank you. Please contact her and let her know what y'all want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) She needs some feedback. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.